Hit record and go. Uh. Okay. Let's pray. Father, we just pray and thank you for this service. We thank you for this opportunity to just minister a word. Thank you, Lord God, that during this time that what may look like chaos, Lord, you will work for your good. We thank you, Lord God, for your picture being developed throughout this time. Father, we just thank you that you have your way in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, we want to preach about real wants and even tonight to come in to speak to you with a word about we attract what we respect. And anytime we come in to love you too, um, she could have come in. Yeah. Go. Okay. So Philippians 4, 11 through 13 says, not that I speak in respect of want, for I've learned in, what's, in whatsoever state I am therewith to be content. I know both how to be abased. I know how to be, I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things, I am instructed both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. So we are in a season where everything and people are pursuing things and, and it's tra changing dr dramatically, but we're starting to realize that what was possibly important a month ago is completely unnecessary. People's importance has been changed to what a necessity really is and exposing what we really need as opposed to sometimes what we tend to want. I believe that during this entire season that God is going to do a great work. God's going to do a mighty work. And as, as we are in this season, we must continue in prayer for we desire and want for our land to be healed. And I believe that our God still heals today and he is a healer. And this virus will not break us as a society, but it will grow us in our faith and in our love for one another. So what is now important? What do we see that is important? That is where people once pursued maybe, maybe um, going on trips and doing things. Now it is paper goods at the supermarket. Amazing. Now all of a sudden, toilet paper is more valuable than anything else in our society. What happened? I believe that when we honestly trust God and trust him, he will show us what to want. God will always give us what to want. Regardless of the circumstance, he'll show us what to want. And there is a hunger. Father, show me how to get closer to my family and get closer to my life and my walk with you. Show me what to want. Wants are insights for what we respect. And obviously in our world today, we respect paper products more than anything else. But that is, how is it that that is now more important? 
than what we were once pursuing a month ago. It takes into the presence of God what we believe to be God's best for our lives. So that's enormous, enormous. What I respect, I'm going to attract. What I'm attracted to is a, a representative of what I actually respected. If I'm attracted to the Word of God, I respect the Word of God, that is what's going to draw me to it. So knowing how to be when we are full or hungry speaks to the God we're, we serve more than the issues going on around us. He says, I know how to be a base. I know how to be abound. I know how to be full. I know how to be hungry because I'm saved. I'm born again. Born again, believer, I'm going to be with Christ. So no matter what I feel like on the outside, I know God is always working me to be his best on the inside. I am fearfully and wonderfully made by the presence of God. So whether I'm up or down, I know my God still is on the throne and, I will, and he will take care of me. Up, down, God's still there. Philippians chapter 3 and verse 8 also talking about respect the knowledge in Jesus. And that reveals to us that nothing else is worth having more than Christ. What if our, our world pursued God the way they're pursuing paper products? What if as a body of Christ that we stormed in our prayer life and stormed and lined up to believe God, lined up to pray just as we've seen people lined up outside of stores to get goods that they're going to be used up, that are going to go away. But what if we stood in a place and stood in the gap of this current situation to fill it so that God would be magnified and glorified over all things? And Romans 8, 27 through 28, and it's a great verse. We, we love to quote this verse. We love to quote uh, the, the end part of 28. And, and it, the Bible says, And he who searches our heart knows the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. And we know that God works all things together for the good of those who love him, who are called according to his purpose. And that's, that's our part. That's our speech. God works all things for the good. And, and we love that part. And that's a great part. We should love that part. And I believe that God is going to get good out of this current situation. What is the good that God wants to show you? And I believe in order to see the good, we can't focus on the problems. We must begin to turn and look at the promise. I really want the promise of God. I really want and desire God's will to be done. So God is working this time of chaos to bring families together. People that were traveling, they cannot travel anymore. Now they're home. That family time, they, the, the question of if, whenever I get more time, if I got more time, and I believe there's a settling across to bring families together, unite families with one another and grow together like never before. That might have been distant, might have fell away, but I believe that what the devil has meant for evil, God is going to use it for good. So we allow those things to happen. Allow God to bring you closer to home. Instead of thinking about how much money I could be making, deal with the thing that has been made for you, and that is time to be home, time to be with your family, time to be with loved ones, time to rest and recover. I, I just think and, and think about all the praise reports of 
people whose bodies is being restored who could have been near heart attack had they been kept going at the rate that they were going or exhaustion or whatever or strokes or whatever but because of this time of what normally would look like evil God is resting people so that they can be on this earth even longer even though it wasn't in their plan and it's amazing that no matter what comes our way God can use it for his good so this is a great time to reset and evaluate Go into the presence of God, love on God, worship, fast, pray, call down uh, and get in the presence of God and just live in the wonder of God. So this is another place for us to submit to God's work because that is the only place to recognize the good that is coming from it. I submit to your work, God. I submit to your will. And I thank you, Lord God, during this time, during this season, I'm not going to look at what's going away. I'm going to look at what I have. I'm going to bless what is in my possession right now. I'm going to bless my loved ones. I'm going to bless my families. And I'm going to submit my body present it as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God. I believe it's such a restoration per, uh, period, and especially for people like myself who struggles to rest, struggles to sit down, always got to be doing something, always got to be out and about. And, and I believe with all my heart that this is a time where God is bringing complete restoration of my body and my family in my entire life, that there's, God, there's a time here where God is gearing us up for this run. In John chapter 16 and 33, Jesus shared clearly, said, these things I have spoken unto you, in, that in me you, will, you might have peace. And what a, what a great word. In Christ, there's peace. In Christ, there's complete and total peace. And regardless of what's going on around you, stay in Christ. That's where the peace is. In the world, you shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. Jesus has defeated the world, the standard, the thing that's going on. But he's already given us the victory, and we're in him. Remain peaceful. There's no need to rush and run and chaos and, and hoard up and act unpeaceful if we're in Christ. Because in Christ is where peace remains. Peace is there. So whether I get enough from a grocery store or not, God is my source. Whether I can get all the hours I need to get, my job may pay me as a, as a check, but God is my source. A peaceful mind will always outlive money, worldly possessions, and what will not be able to take, what, what will not be able to take a negative root in our heart is because our mind has stayed peaceful. Peace is a prosperity that can purchase things that money could never buy, that money cannot buy back some of the things and some of the times that have been lost, but a peaceful rest, a peaceful time of sitting and conversating with families. And man, how many divorces are being canceled right now by the power of God because people are home and finally can talk and children that are no longer, that are not going to run away or get hooked on drugs or get caught up in the wrong behavior because the time stopped. This thing that was supposed to destroy us is going to make us stronger. As the power of prayer happens in churches all over the nation, that this is going to be used to bring families together. There are things that we may want in our life that will interrupt peace. And God reveals what we need to want 
in order for peace to stay strong in our life. Because we just recently taught on that, and I had heard this in a worship song, that there are times we ask, uh, give me the God will give me the desires of my heart, and we think that that's God giving us what we want. No, God will give us what to want. And just like a child, they may want something, but it, ain't, it isn't what they need, and you have to show them what to want. Peace doesn't mean getting out of uh, getting out of a problem, but it does mean that courage will rise up in the midst of it as we rejoice in God. That's peace. Peace doesn't mean run from problems. If we run from problems, we need to quit praying for power. We can't be trusted with it. But as we sit in the midst and may look like you're not doing anything, but your faith is working and your faith is working to, to show you that God is on your side. As Romans 8.31, if God is for us, who can be against us? God has got us. He's lifting us up. Matthew chapter 6, verse 22 through 24. The eye is the lamp of, my, of the body. So if your eye... If your eyes are good, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eyes are bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light within you is darkness, how great is that darkness? No one can serve two masters. Either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will, he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. Eyes... Being good doesn't mean 20-20 vision. It has absolutely nothing about how well you can see on the outside, but it's all about how well you can see on the inside. As Elijah brought his servant out and he said, God, open his eyes and let him see that there's more with us than there are against us. And so it isn't about how well I can see things going on and how well I can see the trouble. It is how well I can see that I have a good, good father who lives inside of me, who's restored me, who's saved me from death, hell, and the grave, and I know he's going to take care of me through this current situation. How good is your vision? What do you really see? How, how small of, of a thing that you can see? Like the smallest amount of faith, the Bible says don't despise the beginning of, of small things, but the smallest amount of faith that you can see and just know that that will work. That will, as, as the disciples who requested God in, increase our faith. And he says, you had faith the size of a mustard seed. You could tell this mulberry tree to, to get uprooted and thrown into the sea to obey you. In other words, use what you have. You are filled. You are blessed. Even the least amount of, small amount of scriptures that you know, have 20-20 vision and know that those scriptures that you know, that little bit of word is stronger than the greatest attacks around you. So when wanting fills our life, it can bring darkness into our entire body. So the minute, and what the enemy loves to do is take the good out of your eyes. Take the, the, the vision, the sight out of your eyes. Take, he loves to take that out because if he can fill you with enough darkness, if you listen to enough news reports, you will shut down. You will believe you already have a virus. You will believe that you're already sick. But if you'll turn to God and knowing that I'm going to trust you, God, with my body and my health, and Lord, I'm going to trust in you and your word, I know that I know that you are a restorer, and you're going to restore our entire land, then you're going to have joy. You're going to have peace. So when, 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 it, when, it, when wanting fills our life, we have to think about, am I about getting or am I about getting? 
And a lot of times, if we get caught up in what we can get, we'll miss out on an opportunity to give respect, give hope, give love to those around us. Never allow wants to make you neglect who we have and reject what we need. We can never let our wants get to a place where we neglect those we love. I may want to make a certain amount of money, and it may cost me all of my time, all the effort may cost me my energy. And when I am home, I don't have anything to give those who love me and sent me out to begin with and, 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 and lifts me up and cares for me. So that whole time I'm out trying to make a living, I may be losing my life in the process. Pray that there's a settlement and there's a slowing down in our society, in our world, where I know what's now important. And just like before, we're buying a new car might have been important, but it couldn't compare that when we realized that here comes a time and a struggle and people lined up and, and was fighting for paper products. Who would have thought paper products over a new car, paper products over diamonds, paper products over big meals? It was the very essence of what's important, a real want, a real need being met. Wants, the wrong wants, can steal our worship and master our time by pursuing them more than serving God. Is it mastering you? Is it pursuing you? Maybe your job is cutting back hours or even sent you home. Maybe you're not getting any hours at all. I want to encourage you. Have a real want for God who's able to take care of you. If he took care of you and brought you from death to light, from hell to heaven, how much more is he able to take care of you through this current situation? Our church family here at House of Power Outreach, we love on each other. There's a big thing about love and caring for each other. And I encourage every member of our church to continue to stay strong, stay in your faith, continue to believe that God is going to work all things out for his good. Pray, God, show me what to want. Show me how to want. Show me how to be a blessing to those around me. And I know my needs are going to be met. According to Philippians 4.19, I know you're going to supply my needs, but help me to be a blessing to others. Help me be a Genesis 12.2, blessed to be a blessing person. And I know that I know the real wants will always outlive those superficial wants. God is able, God is victorious, and so are you. Let's pray. Father, we just thank you for your word. We thank you for the opportunity to give it. Thank you, Lord, for our time in our, in our church body as a whole. Thank you for loving families and lovely, loving church members and children and all the people that serve here. Lord, that we want to put out a word that just let, them, let everyone know that our God is, is still working. Our God is still on our side. And Father God, I pray, even if it's just one that was brought, a word of comfort, a word of peace, that Lord, that it was delivered to them tonight. I thank you, Jesus, as you begin to walk with us and stir us up, showing us what's really important. Pray, Lord God, that families are coming together, kids who've slammed their doors and may have been locked away in their rooms or 
coming out to talk with parents and talk with loved ones and, and, and be able to reach out and, and be able to deal with some struggles that were going and we were stronger than even life itself. But now they're able to stop and, and be able to listen and hear and, and receive being loved and cared for. I thank you, Lord God for parents and continually strengthen them and giving them words to say and how to speak in a household where everyone is close together in close quarters. I come against any form of strife and anger and bitterness that, Lord, they'll have households of peace. Just like you said, in me, there's peace. This world, yes, tribulation, trial, struggle, but be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. I pray that your house be filled with overcoming power, that God loves you. In Jesus' name, amen.